Blog Talk Radio. to the sports docket for May 18th in the year 07. Alongside myself, the Quas, with a passion for New York sports, and who else but, but Stephen Ackerman, the ace on your roster. Stephen, how are you today? Stephen, you there? I guess uh, Ace Man is not with us at this time. Um, I understand uh, before he was out playing stickball, so I guess at this time he's not with us, so... When he gets on, um, he'll join us, but as of right now, um, I'll uh, carry you along the way. Well, um, here's how we'll run the show today. Uh, despite the fact that there's a, uh, a Subway Series t- tonight at Shea Stadium, a three-game set between the New York Mets and the New York Yankees, um, there actually is. There, are, there actually are still playoffs in the NBA and the NHL. There's actually playoffs still going on. So um, I'm going to break down, and when my partner joins me, he'll he'll join in on the fun. I'll break down the results of last night's playoff games. There was one each in the NHL and the NBA, and uh, we'll dwell you into the Subway Series and tonight, and uh, what's not to like about that. And, um, and then for 10 minutes, end of the show, we'll take uh, phone calls, uh, and you can give your comments on what, what was said um, today. All right, so we'll start in the NHL, and uh, but first, I just want to say, um, yesterday was a a picture perfect day for the Mets. I mean, what's not to like about that? Yesterday it doesn't get any better than that. The Red Sox swept the Tigers, uh, and they have a nine and a half game lead over the Yankees now in their division. 
and the Yankees lost to Chicago. No offensive effort at all. And the Braves, the, um, the Braves lost as well. Uh, the Braves um, that beat again, and they're now one and a half games behind the Mets. And the Mets have the best record in the NL, 26 and 14, as I said yesterday. So let's uh, let's start in the NHL. And last night, uh, the Mighty Ducks at Anaheim rebounded to take uh, Game Four of the of the Western Conference Finals and even that series up. And uh, John Sebastian Aguirre was vulnerable again, but he was good enough to win a 5-3 victory for the Mighty Ducks over the Red Wings yesterday. And um, I still think Detroit will win the series, um, regardless of what happened last night. But on goals uh, by, by Corey Perry, uh read down the list here, uh, Rick Jackman, uh, Tabor Salani, um, who else? Uh, Ryan Getzloff and Rob Niedermeyer, a surprise goal at the end there, and, and that was assisted by his brother, Scott Niedermeyer, um, the former devil. Uh, and uh, the Mighty Ducks, actually got a little, got a little um, scared for, a little scared for the Ducks, uh, where there were th- back-to-back power play goals. Uh, well, it wasn't back-to-back, but back-to-back goals on the power play by the Red Wings, which even the game up at three, and uh, very vulnerable on the power play last night was um, was Jagir, and who who wouldn't be against the Detroit Red Wings? But uh, that was um, two two goals on the power play. Um, Todd Bertuzzi, Daniel Cleary in the second period, and. and and the and the and the Red Wings t- uh, made the game interesting, of course. But the Ducks proved that they can explode offensively against anyone, and they showed it last night. Hasek once again became a human being. Uh, he seemed um, almost godly in game in game three uh, when he didn't give up uh, any goals, 29 saves, phenomenal performance. And well, the tale to Hasek was how the Ducks flapped the wings over the Red Wings. To a 5-3 victory last night, and um, it definitely was an amazing game. I mean, there there are many turnovers uh, by both sides, actually. Uh, just looking at the stat sheet here, uh, it seems that the turnovers are basically equal, pretty much equal between the Red Wings and the and the Ducks. But the Red Wings um, uh, was enough last night, and the, and the Ducks even that series up. I still think Detroit will win. Uh, I still think they have a better experience. I still think Mike Babcock is a Mike Babcock is a better coach. Um, but we'll see what happens. Uh, and let's uh, let's talk about another Detroit team. And they sure had smiles on their faces last night. The Detroit Pistons come away with a 95-85 victory over the Chicago Bulls last night uh, in Chicago, ending that series in six, and they put a halt to the two-game winning streak. By the Chicago Bulls, and um, of course the key last night was containing Lawrence Dang. He was limited. He was limited to 17 points, which is still a lot for a, a rookie in the, in the postseason. Uh, ben Wallace had only seven rebounds. He did have an amazing slam dunk, as you heard in the in the uh, in the intro. He had an amazing slam dunk. Stephen, with us now? I guess not. He's not with us yet. But yeah, um, he had an amazing slam dunk. Uh, ben Wallace did, and and the and the Pistons defeated the Bulls. They're headed to the Eastern Conference Finals in the NBA uh, for the fourth time in five years, I believe. And um, it's remarkable. Uh, the Pistons were able to come away with a victory last night, and they're going they're going to the Eastern Conference Finals, and 
they'll probably be against the Cavaliers. I don't think the Nets are gonna are gonna beat them. That series um, is it five games so far, and the uh, Cavaliers lead that one three to two. And the Cavaliers have proved to be the much better team as expected in that series. So I I think it'll be Cavs and Pistons. We'll see we'll see what happens with that. But now we sympathize with the Yankees um, yesterday. Uh, another loss. Um, to the Chicago White Sox, they well they did win a game in that series, but um, they did they lost and and now they they go nine and a half games uh, behind the Boston Red Sox in the AL East. They come to play the Mets in this series, and the real thing that's gonna that's gonna tell us to win the series is gonna be based on the pitching. Uh, the Mets have. The better bullpen and the better starting pitching. That's well. The Mets have to prove that, of course. But uh, Albert Perez, Andy Pettit, I think is, a, is an even match of the night, considering what's happened this year. I mean, Pettit's pitched great. Uh, Bowling got two wins to show for it. Um, John Main, uh, uh, Tom Glavin, definitely better than uh, Daryl Rasner, who I, I don't think has has even pitched a game this big in his career yet, and. Um, and John Main will be facing uh, Chase Wright, Tyler Clipper. Yeah, I mean, the, the, Chase Wright obviously had the four homers to Boston on that Sunday night baseball game. So I think uh, the Mets will um, will put the better team in this series. But we'll have, we'll see um, what happens in this series. But we know the Mets going to win in three. They're going to sweep this series. I mean, every position, uh, every position except for perhaps catch in third base. The Mets are better in. Even the manager, in terms of this season, the Mets are the, have it better in every position. And, um, I mean, there's no question. Delgado is better than Mankiewicz or Phillips, pick or choose. Uh, easily, this season, has the better player versus Cano. Uh, Reyes and Jeter, you got to still say even, because uh, Jeter is a candidate. We have an IM here. Uh, let's see what this says. Who do you think, think is a better pitcher, Pettit or Glavin? Hmm. In terms of career, are you there, uh, TX Bulldog 27? Do you mean in terms of career, or do you mean in terms of um, of this season, career or this season? I'm not sure. I mean, I think in terms of career, Glavin's a better pitcher. He's a more consistent pitcher. Um, I think Glavin, Glavin's a much better pitcher, um, I would have to say. Career. You're saying in terms of career. Uh, I got, I got to say, say Glavin. I, I think that Glavin is both. You mean both in terms of career and, and this season? I don't know. Uh, this season, Glavin's definitely... And the better pitcher, I mean, Pettit, um, let me pull up here. Uh, Pettit is definitely uh, one of the greatest Yankee pitchers of all time. I mean, I think it has, he's maybe fifth on our all-time list in wins. Uh, this year he's 2-2, two and two, ERA under 3. And Glavin obviously didn't have a great start against the Cubs last time, even though the Mets managed to win that game. But I think, uh, I think Pettit is... Is uh not as good as Glavin. I mean, obviously, I don't think Pettit's going to 300 games. He's nowhere near that at the, at the moment. 
Um, he'll definitely get um, over 200 for his career, but I don't think he'll get 300. I mean, he he's, he's definitely closing in on, on the possibility of 300, but uh, I, I don't think he'll get that. I think Glavin is a better pitcher. I mean, uh, what's amazing about Glavin is, remember a few years ago, Tom Glavin was... Tom Glavin was um, after his accident, a uh, taxi accident uh, in New York. He uh, he changed his ho- his whole repertoire in terms of he found a little something more uh, in, in his arsenal and and he, he his career was, was considered done at one point and now here he is back again um, pitching with a vengeance uh, and he career round. Uh, yeah. So, uh, hold on one second. Another call of the line. Wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah, that was just a caller um, calling to the show here. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna unmute him here. The nine seven three number. Um, what's you, what's your name? Where you're from? You're on the sports docket. Hello, nine seven three. You're live on the sports docket with Ethan Quasman. Hello. Okay, I guess we're having. Uh, it's a little problem there with the phone. Okay, if you're having, hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Uh, what's your name? Where you're from? Uh, this is your cousin Alan from New Jersey. Oh, hello, Alan. What's up? I had a comment about uh, one of the things that you said yesterday while you were on the air. I had a, didn't have a chance to call in. Okay. Uh, you were saying that you were feeling sorry for the Yankees and the season that they were having. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, as a longtime Met fan, okay, uh, I don't feel sorry for the Yankees at all. Uh, most of the Yankee fans have been uh, not sympathetic to the Mets when they were doing badly, and uh, with their rich tradition and history, and uh, the money that they spend on on payroll, uh, I don't feel sorry for them at all. And I'm hoping that the Mets uh, can uh, can uh, really. Put him in a little bit of a grave this weekend, and maybe there'll be some changes out there. But I'm okay if the uh, Mets come through and uh, kick some butt. Well, yeah, the point well taken, Alan. But I, I think I, I do it with a with a sarcastic twist. I uh, I think that um, obviously uh, Mets fans we can't sympathize with the Yankees, but I mean it's kind of it's kind of depressing what's going on there. All right, I think he's off now. But thanks for calling up, Alan, and, and sharing your comments with us. But yeah, I think that um that that the uh um obviously uh what's going on with the Yankees right now, they're nine and a half games back, I mean it's it's a little it's a little um uh upsetting. 
uh, to say the least. But no, I mean obviously the the, the payroll, the team is supposed to pro- produce more. I mean the payroll is is uh, the, of course it's the highest in baseball, and and they're not supposed to be playing three games under 500 here on May 18th, and nine games out. I mean that's not supposed to happen, and it just tells you that payroll doesn't win doesn't win ball games. The payroll does not win ball games, and uh, and the Yankees payroll is not going to win them any more games. I mean, I can't, I can't see Yankees being on the Red Sox. I can't see them even getting the wild card where they are right now. Yes, they said they might get a wild card. I can't see them getting anything. Even though it's May 18th, you know, the team is um, very depleted on the bullpen. I mean, we got another. Uh, is Clemens going to be distracting the Yankees now that Kyle? We have a uh, aim from uh, same guy, TX Bulldog 27. He says, is Clemens going to be a distraction for the Yankees now that Kyle Farnsworth has spoken out? Well, I believe Farnsworth. Hello. I believe that Farnsworth said that. Am I still on the air? Hello. 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 Who is this? This is Alan. You called me. Uh, I don't think I called you. No. The phone rang again. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. All right. Bye, bye. Back on the air. All right, is Clemens. I think um, Clemens is, is always a distraction, regardless of Kyle Fawns speaking out about it. Clemens is always going to be a distraction for the Yankees, uh, whether he's playing in the team down in Houston playing golf or, or doing what he likes to do. Uh, Clemens is um, a distraction, and uh, I don't think that it's, it's hurt the Yankees being Clemens. I mean, they haven't played good baseball to begin with. So, well, I mean, Kyle Fawns spoke out, but I mean, here's a guy with ERA above five, and he's Obviously, he's trying to support his teammates, but I still don't. I mean, I think Clemens is always going to be a distraction. To answer your question, Clemens is going to always be a distraction for the Yankees, um, regardless of whether he's um, playing down in Tampa or in Houston um, on the West Coast, whatever. It's always a distraction for them. I just wanted to get to an, another um, another point um, about about Mets fans and Yankees fans, and I think that. Um, but obviously, uh, Yankees fans are always saying, you know, 26 world champions, and they're holding us over, holding it over our head. But the Mets, of course, only have uh, two in their history. But I, I, but the fact is that I mean, yes, Yankees do have the richer history. But which team is more exciting? I mean, I, I, I spoke to Yankees fans, and they say, you know, I'd rather watch the Mets because they bring more to the table. I mean, Reyes, Wright, Beltran, the top three in the order. I mean. Something any more better than that? I mean, obviously the, the Yankees um, are not. They're getting younger. They get, the Yankees are definitely getting younger with Phelps and um, Cano and Cabrera and and all their stars and, and Wong, who's um, starting to get back to his Cy Young form. But um, I, I I still think that that the Yankees are not um, are not young enough, or their pay, payroll is too low. The pay was too high. Excuse me, there. The pay was very high, and uh, I, I don't think that they're gonna make any business this year unless they get rid of that payroll. They gotta, sh- they gotta um, shed some of the payroll off. Definitely. Um, the Mets, on the other hand, I mean their payroll is is high as well. I, I think it's the third highest in baseball. How the Yankees and the Red Sox. The Red Sox payroll has has uh, been w- well worth it, if, if not even has been even under. 
I mean, come on, 28 and 12 with a 700 percentage. I mean, that's crazy. And the Red Sox, are they playing the Braves? Yeah, the Red Sox are playing. Oh, they got, they got rained out today. The Red Sox and Braves did get rained out today. So they will be playing a doubleheader tomorrow. The Mets Yankees, the weather outside is like um, what it always is, seems to be, for Yankees Mets games. And, I mean, the last couple of years, it, it, it seems like it's been raining every Friday night that the Mets Yankees up, open up a series. So. We'll see. I mean, the uh, the Braves and Red Sox. Uh, that series is pretty classic, just for the fact that the Braves originally were a team from Boston before they moved to uh, Milwaukee and then to Atlanta. And they should have stayed in Milwaukee. Um, then they wouldn't be playing in the East <laughs> and made Mets fans suffer for 14 years. But that's another story for another day. Okay. Um, are looking by the numbers, um, and it seems like in every position. Aside from uh, third base and, and and left field, the Mets outnumber the Yankees in terms of home run. And, and, well, of course, third base, A-Rod's killing right there, 15-4 to four in home runs. But the Mets have had power this year, and the power has come has come just recently. The Mets have become a more powerful team. But the Yankees are always talking about the bombers and the bombs and, and the A-bombs with it from A-Rod and all that type of stuff. But the Yankees this year have not been at, have have had a little power outage. I would have to say, definitely a little, little uh, a, um, offensive outage in, in, in most points when they need it. And they're slumping, and the, and the fact that you say oh, they're only slumping right now, they'll they'll stop out of it. The Yankees have been slumping for the better part of the year. Uh, well, beginning of the season, they always had all those clutch wins, a Rod, all those home runs in the ninth inning. But I mean, he he's only guy that was he was carrying them basically, and now. And now that Aaron has has only had one home run in May, and the Yankees are struggling, and that's the bottom line. Uh, any more calls here? Um, let's see if we have any more calls here. I was hoping I was hoping to have Steven on here because then we do a better show. <laughs> I mean, Steven is a funny guy, but he didn't was able was able to join us. Is he here? I don't know if he's here. Let's see if he's on AIM. Guy is here. Yeah, he's down on. He's down on. Hope he had fun playing stickball. Yeah, that, but yeah, but uh, the Mets are uh, are a scary team, said the least, in terms of facing the Yankees. And I hope the Mets cream cream the Yankees this weekend. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. I mean, obviously, I don't want Yankee fans uh, when uh, when Mets fans go back to work and school on Monday. Or rather, Tuesday, Monday Memorial Day, and they and they say that uh, and the Met, and the Mets uh, sweep the Yankees. I mean, that's going to be it's going to be huge. But yeah, uh, it seems very interesting for the fact that the first time that the Mets have come in with a record this um, much higher to, to the Yankees. I mean, in the last couple of years, the, the Mets might have come in with maybe one game better or two games better, but never uh, eight games better. Never like that. And never where the Mets were, were this at the, at the height of the town and the Yankees were at the other height. Another aim from another uh, person. I, I think it's the same guy. This TX Bulldog seems to be, uh, seems to be bulldogging me here. What about the season Elgato is having? Two sixteen batting average, three homers. When is he going to bring his average up and start hitting more bombs? Oh, it'll come around. Delgado will Carlos Delgado will definitely come around. 
it's a matter of time, really. I I know that he's his power is uh, way down this year, and his batting average is um, is barely on Mendoza line. But I, the guy will have to come around. I mean, I I assume he'll, he'll be able to get to his 30 home runs like last year. And last year he's 38. I think he'll get there. I just think the I think the pressure of of um, him him having a child, uh, becoming a father for the first time. He didn't play much spring training. Um, hasn't really had much of injuries, but I think I don't know really what the pr- pressure is. I mean, obviously other guys in the lineup have been coming through. Well, yes, I think maybe yesterday actually might be the thing with Carlos Delgado coming through in the uh, bottom of the ninth, in the bottom of the ninth inning. I mean, I think that could be a turning point for him this season. That could re- very well be Delgado's turning point, coming through with one on the bottom of the ninth and doing something that is remarkable, to say the least. Uh, and being part of uh, the Mets' best comeback victory since 1999. So uh, that was pretty good. And um, I think that the guy will definitely, um, his, uh, I don't know, but it's been very amazing that all his three homers come against lefties, and you would think he would struggle against lefties. And Bulldog writes, and then this guy... This guy's on fire. TX Bulldog, you're on fire. Thanks for being part of us. Can one hit be the turning point of the season? Oh, that's a very good question. Um, remember, I, don't remember, I don't know if you remember last year, but David Wright had a hit. Uh, he was in a major slump. It was uh, during June. David Wright had a little bloop, little bloop single, and that turned into a hot streak for him. So I think this could be the Gallo turning point. I'll tell you, first game tonight, bases loaded, one out. Or base load, nobody out. The Gallo could through the Grand Slam. You never know. So I do think so. I'm still waiting for Ackerman and Jordan. So I think Delgado is going to... Delgado will turn around. He will turn around. He has to. I mean, I mean who else can play first? Delgado's not going to be like this all year. I mean, Mets fans shouldn't worry about Delgado. And this is funny about Mets fans because, you know, we're all... Uh, the Mets fans... Are like um, we're 12 games over 500. We played in better baseball than last year at this point. I mean, we're a game better than last year at this point in the season. And we're going to the Yankee series, and we're worried about Delgado. I mean, obviously, it's it's kind of weird what he's doing. Here's Delgado. And then you hear the enthusiasm from Gary Cohen there uh, with the, the amazing call yesterday. Uh, I also the, it was also a very good call on the fan of that um, five WFAN the five run bomb ninth. It was it was pretty remarkable. Um, let's see how much time we have left for this show. Um, I'm gonna check. Obviously the show did not run his way. It went a little bit uncoordinated. We have two minutes left. Um, uh, well, the phone number to call. Sorry, I should have provided that earlier. It was kind of dazed because my uh, Stephen Ackman wasn't with us. Stephen Ackman wasn't with us. It's one six four six four seven eight five one one eight. That's one six four six four seven eight five one one eight. Call about uh, anything in the NHL, NBA, and MLB in New York sports. Um, even call about the NFL, but uh, obviously the draft is past. Um, and not, not, well, there's preseason. The Giants, Jets both had their preseason camps uh, 
yesterday. I don't really know too much about that. I mean, I'm a Giants fan, but that preseason is like a spring training. I mean, there's a little bit of a buzz, but it's not as, especially with other sports coming around, there's not as much buzz um, as as you would expect. Um, we have time left. I'll probably stay on after. I want to see Steven gets on. He doesn't get on. Then I'll wait ne- till next time. It'll be like the uh, the saga. When does Steven come on the air? It'll be like, uh, Ackman, where are you? You know, that type of thing. Uh, Eventually he'll get on. When he gets on, uh, we won't know. I mean, he's a uh, he's always he's more entertaining guy than me. I don't sound too entertaining, do I? Uh, I wish I were more entertaining, but um, Steven's a very entertaining guy. So hopefully he'll come on eventually, and hopefully we'll be able to get this uh, show really going and and, and cheap. And I'm trying my best here, but uh, they, can they can subscribe to our uh, to our podcast at blogtalkradio.com/slash KS. I don't know if you want to really. Not really much there yet. Uh, we're still uh, work, working on it, but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with the show. We're too much. Left. I guess I'm t- probably no phone calls at the moment. Let's see if we got any, anybody calling in. No, no one's calling in. We're not. Really. Well, we have we have about 50, 53 seconds left. So uh, on the air, that is. I'll try. Our care the probably continue up. I just want to hit, see how this thing goes. I mean, and of course tonight, Mets and Yankees, uh, Subway Series. You got. There's no NHL game tonight, but you got Buffalo and Ottawa game five coming up. You got um, Nets and Cavs game six tonight. You got uh, Utah already clinched; they're already in. You got Sun Spurs game six. You don't know if the Spurs are going to win. Um, hopefully, I mean, obviously, I, I know the NBA. David Stern, he wants. Uh, he want he 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 said he well not he said it, but you can assume he, that he wants. Um, in the, uh, wait, hold on a sec, hold on, sorry, uh, David Stern said that, that he wants, doesn't, doesn't want the Pistons in the finals with the, uh, oh, it's not closing out now, but David Stern doesn't want the Pistons in the finals with the Spurs because he thinks that they, they both are, uh, not, that they're too defensive minded, not going to be as close as series, no one's going to watch it, there's like 85-80 games, going to be a little boring, to say the least. But we'll see what happens with that. Um, and I'll be with you on the, with the brooms on Monday. Or, or actually, wait, Monday? Um, Memorial Day. Actually, I should move that time up. Yeah, we won't be at 6. It'll probably be like at 4 or 3 or something. It's Memorial Day. I'll be off from school. So we'll talk, wait, I got, we got a call. Good show, man. Thank you, Bulldog. I got a fan. Yay! Bulldog, thanks for tuning in, Bulldog. I think you're probably one of our only listeners, besides the caller. But it was great that you uh, tuned in, and I hope next time we'll have Akron with us. He's a very interesting guy, and um, he, he's, a, he's a good man. But, th- but thank you for writing that comment, and uh, we're just about to go. So we'll see you um, on Monday, probably at 3, not at 6, because it's uh, a little bit... Uh, uh, what's that H word that... Kind of means like a little hectic. My producer said hectic. So. Yeah, but uh, we're glad that you tuned in. Hopefully, we'll be a little more organized next time and we'll, and we'll really dish it out. You know what I'm saying? But thank you for tuning in and for listening to the Sports Docket with Blank, well, not Blank, but um, the missing Aceman and the Quash. He's very knowledgeable about sports, but uh, we'll see what happens next time. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Goodbye, and let's go, Mets!
See ya. Later.